This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Thomas Escrow. And we are broadcasting live from Sacred Heart Parish in Aberdeen, proclaiming God's truth, the power of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the most immaculate heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary as we remember Mary's immaculate conception on this great day. Thomas, it's been a great show. Uh, Just continue to proclaim the truths of our faith. And, you know, we've been speaking about the season of Advent, lighting that second candle, getting ready to light that pink candle this next week. Sorry, rose. It's a rose candle. And uh, we're ready for just that glory of God can continue to shine in our life. But, uh, you know, the the season of Advent is also, as you mentioned and Monsignor Mangan mentioned as well, also a season where we can maybe get out of ourselves a little bit. I loved Monsignor's recommendation to us at the top of the show where he said, you know, today in honor of Mary— Maybe we could do something for somebody else, make an act of stewardship, be involved, you know, deny ourselves. I remember when I used to work at the St. Francis House in Sioux Falls, which was a homeless shelter. I remember there were a couple uh, teenage boys who came in and their mom actually, I could tell they got in trouble. They were horsing around the house and their mom made them go and bring in a bunch of gifts for all the children that were in the homeless shelter at Mm -hmm. that time. I mean, that was 15 years ago, but I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And part of that was their mom wanted those boys to remember, this is not about us. It's about living for others and living lives of stewardship. You know, we're grateful this morning to have uh, Jennifer uh, Kostiki of Aberdeen Roncalli joining us as we speak about this connection between stewardship and the season of Advent. Jennifer, thanks for being on the air with us this morning on Real Presence Live. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, Jennifer, tell us about yourself. What, what, what do you do for the Aberdeen uh, Roncalli uh, Catholic School System? And uh, tell us about your involvement. All right. I have... Uh been here in Aberdeen for about nine years, moved over from Michigan uh, with my husband who took a new job over here in South Dakota. And I have been teaching at Roncalli schools for about five years. Um, Currently, I facilitate the junior high and the high school STREAM lab, STREAM standing for science, technology, religion, engineering, the arts, and math. So that's currently what I'm teaching over there. Um, And I have 7th grade through 12th grade in my lab. Awesome. And what a beautiful, uh, you know, collaboration of, you know, science, technology, our beauty of our Catholic faith, religion, understanding how God created engineering and physics and and science and technology and chemistry. And all the more we learn about these beautiful things, the more we learn about God's creation and the glory of God. Right. I just love connections all the time. I just love the Advent season. It's one of my favorites mm-hmm. out of the time of year. And I think, you know, because I, everybody loves Christmas and the Christmas season and the secular culture kind of like jumps into Christmas the day after Thanksgiving. But part of, and I, I love that too myself, but part of Advent is just sort of this quiet anticipation and just this waiting, you know, um, but there's something really beautiful about it. Do you, do you enjoy the season of Advent? I do. What do you I, enjoy most about it? Well, I would say pink and purple are my favorite <laughs> colors. Rose and purple are my favorite colors. But yes, I too um, enjoy that anticipation, the waiting, uh, the getting ready for Christmas. You know, Jennifer, 
you mentioned all the students you have from, from all those grades that you've been uh, giving instruction to. And recently, they've been learning about this virtue of stewardship. I just talked at the, the top of the segment about getting out of ourselves and especially how our young people, teenagers, can really be instilled with that virtue of stewardship, living lives for others. What have you been doing with your students in giving them this virtue of stewardship? Mostly we've been talking about it, uh, sharing our experiences. I've been asking them to get outside of themselves um, to formulate a new experience. Uh, I also asked them to define it, and so I brought along some of their definitions, so I'd like to share those. Um, Abby said that I think stewardship is volunteering your time and energy to those in need of assistance, along with also taking into your our own hands and being responsible for the outcomes of your actions with a humble heart. Wow. I thought Abby really hit um, a lot of points there in that definition. Um, and Morgan said, I think stewardship is helping others out of the goodness of your heart. Mm. We shouldn't care who they are or what they have to do or what we have to do for the person, but we just need to do it because we love them. Amen. And as Christians, as Catholics, we are um, called to love mm. each other, um, no matter who we are. And um, Sarah said that I think stewardship is helping others, even if you don't get anything in return, um, just doing it for the glory of God. So the students really thought about, and we had several conversations about stewardship and what it can look like in their lives, because they don't necessarily do the grocery shopping yeah. you know, in their houses to make the donations. Um, but we talked about making a card or something, a note, um, writing a Bible verse to go along with the packaged food that gets shared with the, those in need. Um, so there's a lot of things that a teenager themselves can do. So the Catholic school system just recently had a system-wide food drive. Yes. And the food drive goes to benefit both two Catholic churches in Aberdeen, St. Mary's and Sacred Heart, and we both have a food pantry. And you'd be surprised at the number of people that walk into our parish offices, into our food pantry, and say, I'm tough on my luck. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, so far away from my next paycheck, or I'm having a hard time finding a job, and I can't. I don't have any food. And so it's such a blessing to be able to give them a box of food that is continually um, um, supported by not just the parishioners here, but also by the Catholic school system and the kids that are bringing in food from home. And so what a blessing to be able to provide that sort of uh, love and service. I especially like the one comment about it's a personal responsibility mm -hmm. that we have as Catholics to take care of the poor um, and, to t and to love others. I can't remember, Father, you probably know, which saint said, if you have two coats, one belongs to you and one belongs to the poor. Mm. And if you have two, you know, something else, one belongs to you and one belongs to the poor. Was it Mother Teresa? Okay, Heather is mouthing to me and it's impressive that I could read her lips and say it's Mother <laughs> Teresa who said um, just, you know, that we have a responsibility towards those around us. And it's hard because um, it's hard dealing with the poor. It's very difficult part of the job when you have people that walk in because... Um, oftentimes they've made poor choices in their life and they don't necessarily deserve whatever the help is that we can offer them. And a lot of times it reminds me of our relationship with God, right? Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. deserve God's grace. I don't deserve God's forgiveness. And yet it's this free gift that's made present to me through his church. And so my task simply is to receive. And that's why 
um, for me at least, why devotion to Mary is so important. Because she, beyond anybody else in the history of the world, um, demonstrates the power of receptivity, mm. of being open fully to grace. And it's such a great example, too, uh, Thomas, of the saints. You know, you talk about St. Teresa of Calcutta. We spoke about her earlier, the work of the missionaries of charity, sharing God's love, like Morgan mentioned as well, from our hearts. But also, you know, I, I was thinking of uh, blessed Pierre Giorgio Forsati. There's a story of him. His father had given him a very fine coat, and they had came out of a restaurant in Turin, Italy, where he came from a very well-to-do family, and he turned around, and he just gave the new coat to a beggar that just, he bumped into right outside of the street. It's basically you opened up your gift from your parent, you walked out the door, and you gave it away because he was moved with pity and concern. Now, his parents and, and many of his people were in disbelief at the radical stewardship that he lived in that virtuous life that he did. But when he died, and he died a, a young death, it was tragic, when he died the whole city poured forth and thousands and thousands of people in need whom he had been helping all throughout his life, who knew about his radical holiness as a young person. St. John Paul II held him up as a model for young people of that heroic virtue of charity so that just like your students, Jennifer, they could live that life of holiness. And at his funeral, the streets were lined with many homeless people, many street people whom had been recipients of his love and his stewardship. And that's the legacy of holiness. That's the legacy of faith we give when we take to heart these lessons of stewardship. Of course, we're so grateful for great teachers like you and our education system, but also in all our listeners who are around the upper Midwest here who also have these opportunities to participate in food drives, but also to participate in stewardship at the parish level, but also at the school level as well. Well, thank you for tuning in to Real Presence Live this morning. Um, we are speaking with Jennifer Gosicki from the Aberdeen Catholic um, School System about uh, Advent and stewardship. Now, Jennifer, do you see a connection here between the idea of stewardship and the liturgical season that the church has for us of Advent? I absolutely do. The connection I see between Advent and stewardship is that one leads to the other. During Advent, we are called to repent, to seek what in our lives separates us from God, hmm. and to look for ways to change that. Part of the repentance is being sorry and stopping the sin, but then we need to fix it. We need mm. to fix our broken relationships, either with someone we've hurt or mm. someone who has hurt us. We need to fix that relationship with God and seek God's guidance in changing the behavior or the bad habit. And stewardship is a big part of that. Mm. Stewardship is putting others first, giving out of our time, our treasures, our talents. Stewardship is finding someone who is in need and meeting that need. In my opinion, Advent naturally leads to, leads to stewardship. It so is, it is a beautiful thing that we repent, we turn away from our selfishness, and then ultimately go back into that giving and sharing um, that, you know, we can continue to share forth those gifts of stewardship. And that's a beauty of opening up our heart to that. Jennifer, is there any events that are coming up at Ron Colley here that we should know about during the Advent season to continue this spirit of stewardship? What else is going on this time of year? Well, one 
tradition at Roncalli is that the junior high and the high school kids host an Advent baby shower. Awesome. They bring in uh, items for babies, um, toddlers, and they pray for the babies. They pray um, in honoring the gift of life. Hmm. And so that's another teaching tool we use at Roncalli to cheat to teach that life is a gift from God from natural conception to death. Praise so the Lord. A baby shower is what's happening in the in the hallways there at Roncalli High School. In this Advent baby shower, of course, we're thinking about the coming of the child. Jesus, it fills our hearts. And I know along our parishes, all in the upper Midwest here, this is that similar drive where we want to come together. And we also helps us keep that pro-life witness Mm -hmm. and that beautiful gift of providing for those most in need. You know, for those who are our listeners who might want to participate in something like that, you know, uh, here in our listening area, you know, should they get in contact with one of your students or get in contact with the school if they have items that they would like to give for a baby? They can drop them off right at the Roncalli High School um, Central Office. Um, we have a little display usually sitting there, and Mrs. Shishnia, one of our religion teachers, um, is collecting or organizing the items. It's awesome to be able to come together like that and uh, just continue to share, you know, the faith and also pro-life witness at the same time. I love and am reminded of um, the great witness and teachings of St. John Paul II when you're speaking about getting outside of ourselves and having a selfless love. Stewardship is as much about caring for the needs of someone else as much as it is for my own heart. That I need to see that my life is not about me and helping your students see that their lives are actually not about them. You know, and it, it's a radical call, the Christian call to live for other people. And it's difficult, right? And the supreme example we have is Christ on the cross who gave everything for us. Um, but it's in giving that we receive. It's one of those paradoxes of the Christian life. Um, so thank you for um, your commitment to our students, commitment to teaching them about stewardship, as well as commitment to educating them in all the different things within the stream lab. And thank you for being here with us today. Is there anything else you would like to share um, before we have to break? Uh, I would just like to say to the listeners, I'm sure that we all have a story that we have helped someone and how good we feel about Mm. doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, God loves a cheerful giver. And during this Advent season, while we're preparing our homes and our families for Christmas, let's remember to prepare our hearts by repenting and trying to fix our world, making it a better place for everyone. Amen. Praise, praise God, Jennifer. Thank you for your witness. And uh, up next here on Real Presence Live, we're checking out the listening area for fun events this Advent season, uh, other ways that you can participate in stewardship in the life of your parish, just as we just spoke about a moment ago. And later in the show, we're going to hear about how the Holy Spirit changed Rob Ruffido's uh, heart when he came to giving. He re- learned that giving is more than just uh, just providing needs for others, but it also changes your own heart and your own life. We're broadcasting live from Sacred Heart Church in Aberdeen, South Dakota. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I'm Thomas Escrow. And you're listening to us right here on Real Presence Live. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.